Rolling. It's been more than six weeks since Texas has passed a law making abortion a crime. Has it been six weeks? I don't know. But we are. But if I catch you, I'm going <laughs> to report you and make money off of you, right? $10,000. $10,000. G's. <laughs> I could pay my student loan debt. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. Next episode. To the Catch the Sky podcast. This is a total catch-22 because you could just plow some chick and then just get her pregnant and know that she doesn't want it and then report her. And pay off your student loan debt. Yeah. Also a problem in this country. So. You could just do this repeatedly. This is a get-rich-quick scam if I've ever seen it. They said they're, they're going to catch all the rapists. They are just encouraging more. This is terrible. <laughs> This just popped into my head. That's the worst part. That's what the worst part is. Is like this just dawned on me. This just dawned on me. That how is this solving the problem? This is just incentivizing. So it's not, that's the point I want to get to because I do think that the entire abortion conversation and women's rights around abortion is a conspiracy that we're all falling into as females in particular. Well, tonight. We're talking abortion. Texas, with us in studio. And women standing up for themselves. You might know that voice. It is Dick Francisco. Hello, so, gentlemen. Yeah, we're all live in studio for what? Only the second time ever. It's official. It is official. Get used to it. We're going to be doing this a lot more. So if you care to interact with us more on Instagram or Facebook or any of the podcast services, including YouTube, you may do so by searching for the Catch the Sky podcast. You can find us on Twitter as well at CTS Terry <laughs> at CTS Safe. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting on. There's definitely going to be an abortion that's needed <laughs> after whatever is happening outside these doors. So yes, the dogs have been they've been getting it on, even though they're both fixed. And, and Frank's getting pretty rough right now, even though they're outside. We hear them running into the walls and. Sounds like Jurassic Park. Yeah. You see the water <laughs> on the table. <laughs> Is that water on the table? It's not. Yeah, it's definitely not. Small business of the week. <laughs> Shield egg. It's very peaty. Scotch whiskey. Well, Dick, you're the reason why we're able to talk. Two men are able to talk about abortion. So thank you for being here and allowing us to have this discussion without. You're welcome. I love giving people a reason to check a box. So being a token is, you know definitely what i'm all about yeah i don't think we'd get the same reaction if it was just the two of us here sitting there nope. talking about <laughs> but you think that but i feel like i'm about to turn this all upside down on its head but you're a woman i feel like we're all going <laughs> so many different directions with this that people aren't going to expect that i'm ready for it so go for it so i feel like we should start off like and I don't even care to take a survey of the room as to how we feel about abortion, women's rights. Like, I just don't know if that's even necessary because I don't want to play into that. Sure. I do believe, as you guys all know, and uh, my fan club knows, um, that I am a huge proponent for women's rights. 
right? I mean, I'm all about, you know, a, a strong a strong female and a female standing up for herself, right? Yeah, fist pumping is happening over here. Um, I don't know if that's um, our thing. Is we're we're for we're, women's rights. No, 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 I think I'm supposed to whip out my puss, though, right? Isn't that the whole thing? Or my breasts? I'm concerned, like... The fist in the air is totally not our thing, right? We're, we're reappropriating that. Yeah, we're going to reappropriate Well, I feel again. like if you put the fist in the air and move at a certain angle, though, like then, then it becomes a whole other thing, and now yeah. it looks like you're just jerking like somebody this. off. Dude, that's why we just avoid the fist, <laughs> Yeah, right? we just avoid no the fist. <laughs> Zero bras, right? Good thing we're all naked. English football, they do that. They do that constantly. Yes. So, <laughs> but I feel like this notion of a woman's right to choose, I think it's a huge conspiracy that has gotten us all wrapped up in this singular issue that is where then women feel like just like how men are allowed to cry only during sports mm. women are allowed to come and speak their mind about a woman's right to choose only when it comes to abortion and our reproductive rights when are women going to stand up at other times and really think that when it comes to something as extreme as abortion has become with such a polarized argument about rights to life and whether you're killing babies and it's so 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 emotionally charged we aren't talking about all those other opportunities where women should be standing up and making choices when they choose not to. Women are voting, and some women are purposely voting for the purposes of overturning the 1973 ruling, Roe v. Wade, which made abortion a legal right. And so women are standing up, and women are saying they don't want this. I, I agree with that. What I'm saying is that we have created the discussion and conversation around women being active, women having a voice, women being vocal and not just subordinate. We have made this issue the issue that we are allowed to do that about, regardless of what side we land on. And I think that's bullshit because no matter what, this issue is going to be so emotionally charged. I don't, whether you've had an abortion or not, I'm looking at two men who haven't. Um, yeah, I'm just going to be honest. Highly unlikely either of you have, right? So you might be able to have Is been that the there. Yeah, yeah. Junior? You <laughs> might have been able to be there and support a female that's gone through that, but you yourselves have never been through it. And I will tell you from a female perspective, whether you had one, you'd believe in it, you don't believe in it. Even if you've ever had one, it is emotionally impactful, it is physically impactful, and that it is not something that is taken lightly regardless. Even if you wanted to, your mental state won't let you. And so I think this discussion being how we approach women's right to choice seems just really, really unfortunate to me because it has to be so emotionally charged. I think women have opportunities to stand up for themselves where we could have created a cultural and societal reality that abortion didn't have to be the issue where we suddenly come to the table and women feel like they have to make a choice on either side of the table. That's how I feel about abortion. I think it's been used inappropriately. Is it, is it what about Me Too, sexual assault, harassment? Yeah. Are women not standing up? Is that not the same? But, but think about it. It all has to be about that. Right. Like this is what I'm saying is that things have gotten and I'm only using abortion as abortion was the original at this point. Right. It was this idea of reproductive rights, our bodies having to. Right. And so I just think that it's become a, a conspiracy that the pinnacle at the top is abortion. That's all. So, yeah. Hashtag me, too. Right. But all of these become so misguided. Right. Because they're so emotionally charged. Where when could we have started at a point where. Um, <laughs> 
are you flashing your he him cup at me for a reason? <laughs> oh, definitely. Honestly, he is. that is like yeah, <laughs> like, that's so misogynistic to just have like moved that a little bit closer to me. Like knock me in the face with it, right? Mushroom stamp me with your he no, him. I'm not cup. being Jesus. sexist. I'm being misogynistic. Okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so we are. We take our other issues where women aren't using their voice. Okay. So I have. Climate I change. have beef. Yeah, right. I have a beef. Maybe I should get my beef out there, right? Yeah. I love beef, first of all. Um, <laughs> you guys get any beef? Nice shoes, by the way. I have some steak in, in Oh, my the, God. I, do have I some want steak. that steak. Um, so here's this has been this recent thing that I've been frustrated about, which is the role that women play when we suddenly want to talk about, and I'm not saying women don't agree with this, that they want to assert their right over their bodies, Right. But you all have had some interesting experiences with women, TU most recently, right? Where suddenly a woman is making a choice, yeah, right? All of a sudden asserting her right to her, you know, whatever choice she wants, whether it's you as a man or not, right? And all of a sudden you're like, wait a minute. But we play this card as women where we like to also get to be vulnerable and and be, you know, subordinate. And, and not that we shouldn't be able to play those two roles, but at what point do we as women take responsibility for that? And I have been really frustrated about that with women lately. I think it's bad for the female ego as to how we have been taught to use it. And I think it's being used inappropriately. And so that's why I get all worked up about abortion being the issue that suddenly is where we assert our rights. So it seems like... Yes, all these issues are sexualized, right? It's all about the female body and how we view it sexually, whether it's sexual assault or us putting babies up inside of it, whatever. It's not It's not any of these other things that... Yeah, you're still the one in control as men. We're still... Yeah, we're still not talking about women's pay or anything like that. We haven't discussed... You know, there's plenty of opportunity there for women to stick up for each other. The women in this room make more than us, so what well, are we well, <laughs> That's 100% true. That's probably... Yes, that's probably... But, not probably, T. It's 100% yeah. true. <laughs> Hey, I've had a, I've had Look, a pretty good past couple months. I don't have a dick to whip out in the room right now, so I am whipping out anything I got. Right, right, right. But as you said, yeah, and, and so in my experience, my most recent experience, I felt in that situation, yeah, that that this person was using their voice to to make a choice, but then didn't want to take any accountability for the choice or the fallout from that. Yes. So so how come is when you know. Yes. A man leaves a woman or whatever, you know, he's he's a he's a bad guy and he's leaving this single mother all off on her own, blah, blah, blah. He's a bad man and that's a bad choice. Or a dog father, single dog father. Yeah, I'm a single yeah. So when so when it so when it happens when the genders are flipped, all of a sudden it's it's not it's not the same, you know. She's a strong independent woman, fuck that man. Yeah. How, how come it's not a strong independent man, fuck that woman? No, I agree because I think that whole concept of strong, independent woman, strong, independent women are also vulnerable when they need to be and should be allowed to be. They are subordinate. Everybody right? should have, you have their have strong. It all, right? Yes, everybody it's should how have we're it all. using it and when we don't take accountability for it. So my thing is like I know women, right? And I got on a soapbox recently about this um, and I'm learning to write things down because sometimes I have really bad timing when I get up my soapboxes. <laughs> um, so from the desk of Dick Francisco is going to um, launch soon because <laughs> I need a place to put it somewhere. Um, but this whole concept of the independent woman, because I get called that a lot, right? And arguably speaking, there's a lot of independence that is who I am, pers- just as a person, right? 
and and innate in me. I always have been, right? Blazing my own trails. Cool. But I think this concept of the independent woman who also then uses that, and I was this girl, I will go back to my 20s and would say I was that girl who was very like, and, and some people in this room lived through this with me of, oh, don't look at me, don't talk to me, don't, sub, you know, objectify me, and how upset I would get or how frustrated or how annoyed or, you know, this whole concept of being looked at by men or being sexualized or being talked to. And I will tell you what that is. Here's a secret, everybody, and I'm going to piss off so many women who are living in their little fucking, you know, dream that they tell themselves that it's true. And it's not. That is unhealthy for the female ego. That is the female, whether she likes the attention or not, enjoying this opportunity to assert her, ew, don't touch me, don't talk to me, don't look at me, when in reality, we aren't being strong and independent enough to face it. We aren't being strong and independent enough to go, oh, that guy just did that? How do I actually address that? How do I actually stand up for myself and maybe engage with that human being and help him think a different way about me? Right. And you all are going to tell me, oh, because men are aggressive and men are threatening. Really, every man is. No. Come on, ladies. Come on. It's bullshit. But is it worth even engaging with troglodytes? Who Why are, are they troglodytes? They're just they're... What makes somebody a troglodyte that looked at me when I was walking down the block and thought I looked good and wanted to make a comment? Tried about to it? grab you while you were. Didn't they try to grab you as you were walking? So there's a difference between being physically assaulted, right? And what's generally happening, because women will draw that line at man looking at me, Mm -hmm. right? Like literally, it is bad for the female ego, I believe, to walk through this world thinking that as an attractive female that you feel you may or may not be, you shouldn't be looked at, you shouldn't be sexualized, you shouldn't be objectified, you shouldn't be appreciated. That none of that should happen. That is a very unhealthy place for a woman to operate from. And most of us are. Yeah, because how do you how do you distinguish between the two? Because you're just assuming that every person that looks at you is just trying to fuck you. Well, like, newsflash, like, phys- that's how physical attraction works and starts. Why the fuck do you think Tinder and Bumble and all these fucking apps have you just swipe left and right? How right. Do, they, 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 don't, they don't give a fuck. It's all about the physical attraction right off the bat. It's that is the the we are not as far out of the woods. We think that we're all fucking brains and everything. It all starts with physical attraction. But our brains get to get to actually play a part when we're willing to engage and flip the script. Oh, when we engage. Yes. Yes. So when we engage. But as women, we believe we are being strong and independent by not engaging. No, what we are doing is literally feeding a really bad, in my opinion, place as a woman that's actually way more naive and susceptible and lacks a ton of independence than the independent woman that feels confident enough in herself to be able to engage when she was approached in a way that she knew started as physical attraction, especially if she wasn't interested. As long as looking doesn't. So it's a bad example on my app. It that, really that, was. That, yeah. That, Why are you grabbing women? Jesus. But you I think the, the looking part then could turn into. And so even even trying to engage with a troglodyte because i will say that looking is one thing but how the gaze behind that look that's the other part and so for me gaze with a z not a y right (laughs) i i believe that i my experience this last weekend is just walking through the streets of nashville through a drunken parade of of bachelorette and bachelor parties again a really bad example keep going but regardless i feel based on my personal experiences 
there is a difference between a look and a look look, right? And just always. And so I think it's one thing to look. I think it's another to to ogle. And I can see the intent in a person's eyes. And I can actually, I was taught by a very nice person at one time in my life, how to identify a man who will rape you in the bathroom. Yes. And I've learned to start to distinguish those traits. And I don't think you actually know that. Um, but, <laughs> but, but I, but I, I will but submit you know that I, I've thing. gotten better at it. But He's you still know learning. It's a thing. But you know what's the thing. And so, but here's what I will say is from the female perspective, I mean, maybe I know who taught you that, who I would have put in the category of rape me in the bathroom would have been like literally every man in my 20s, right? And that was bad for my female ego versus where I'm at now in life is like I am so much more intuitive about who's actually somebody like my gut intuition I can trust far more because I'm not walking around in this world thinking that no matter when that man looks at me, talks to me, engages with me, even if his intent is he wants to fuck me, that I must recoil from that and stay a distance away my thing is is i'm gonna engage with you i'm gonna be smart about it i'm gonna be confident enough in myself to be able to engage with him and probably flip that script and if i don't then i know better and i'm certainly not going to put myself in a position that i'm going to get raped or get hurt right but i'm going to give that other human being a chance why because this is why me too fails me too fails because we left men out of the conversation Hmm. you guys are no matter what not allowed so time to listen. When when does listening turn into you guys getting to actually learn because you aren't shamed for the things you have done? It's also because my responsibility shame- as a man to tell other men not to rape or raise men or, yes, or but, teach young men. But when do you get to overcome the shame? Shame has never worked to teach anything productively, right? Shame is teaching we, people. No, but it's not. We are shaming men for the things that they have done. We have all made mistakes in really our lives. Really shitty men, to be fair. But Minus no, 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 Aziz no. Ansar. That is not, yeah, we could all think about it. That's not true. Because he, he still gets to keep his career. Men in general are getting put in this category as men, right? I'm not excusing bad behavior. What I'm saying is when do we all get to come back to the table like T and I just said and say we get to all be vulnerable, we all get to make mistakes, we all get to still have a chance, right? Mm-hmm. But we're not building women that way. We think strong, independent women means fuck you two because you're men. Right. And me as a strong, independent woman should walk down that street. Right. And not engage with anybody that's looking at me because I'm a strong, independent woman. Don't touch me. Don't talk to me. Don't look at me. Really? Not only am I missing out on getting to teach you two as men how to have a healthy relationship with me, I'm missing out on the potential of a healthy relationship myself. It's very bad for the ego. Very bad. I think Dick said something there. Well, yeah, it's it's more divisiveness, which we've just been experiencing basically in every corner of society these days, right? It's polarization. <laughs> I know what it's like to be that independent woman that goes home, too. Do I really feel all that safe and secure in myself at that point? I don't. I don't at all. When I'm the woman that walked up and down the street that saw those men looking at me, of course they looked at me. I look damn fucking good. I hope they looked at me, right? And then I want to be able to engage and say, you know what? There's more to this human being, right? There's more to other human beings. I want to teach you how to actually engage with a human because all those men are doing at the root of it, even the troglodytes, they want fucking interaction. Attention. 
Oh, it's true. Yes. It's and so, so then true. how do I get to you and help you be a better human being? Because me walking down a street, like being disgusted or annoyed at the fact that you looked at me or took notice of me or took account of me is not helping society. So what I can do is teach men to not rape women. Ugh. And I can start. encourage women to empower themselves. Stand up for their rights, especially when their rights to make choices about their health are threatened, are being threatened to take being taken away. I think it all comes back to T's point about accountability, though. I think what we need to teach women, and this is my job, too, is how do you teach women how to be accountable for our actions? Because here's the thing. To be that strong, independent woman, that actual strong, independent woman requires accountability as well for our actions when all of a sudden we like the idea of being subordinate right and subordination is okay but don't tell me you're that independent woman who then goes home and goes oh my god i need to call a man to come help me with xyz because i'm incapable so the same woman that tells me she's strong independent and doesn't want men looking at her is the same one that also uses rhetoric about herself like i'm useless i don't know like i'll help but i probably don't know how to use a screwdriver bitch learn to use a screwdriver go to ikea like what the (laughs) fuck go ask a question go google it wiki Right, watch some fucking how-to videos. Change your headlights. This is my whole thing for females is empower yourself by becoming capable so that you are comfortable in yourself. But here's why we don't want to. Because then we have to be accountable. Then we have to hold ourselves accountable to our capabilities. It's just justification to give a blowjob because a guy helped you change your tire. Right, And, and if that's the case, be honest about your intent. I'd be super honest about that intent. Even if I know how to change a tire, I might call you. <laughs> Intent matters, Jesus right? Jesus Christ. Now I can't call either of you to help me change a fucking tire because you're going to think matters. it's because I want to give you a blowjob. Oh, no. I'm thinking um, something totally different. I'm, <laughs> good. I'm not thinking anything about you. I'm Excellent. thinking about my own circumstances. I'm Excellent. Just thinking about me. If you my, guys need something, call me. I'll help you change a I'm, tire. I'm just I'm, thinking I'm, what I'm good of, on your blowjobs. Thank I'm, you. I'm, I'm a piece of fucking meat. I'm a fucking piece of meat here. And I've been yes. struck. Well, I've been strutting myself around the wrong way, but also yeah. at the same time. So just- shearing scissors, that's why. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> it, though. That's the point, T. You're strutting yourself around the wrong way. Yeah, and so this allows me to just be <laughs> walked all over and chewed up by these man-eaters. Yes. So I was saying, you're in a new city, fifth largest. There are plenty uh, of options out there. Like plenty of other women to be, to be chewed up. <laughs> yeah, I know. So many more women to chew us up. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many more shoes for me to be stuck to the bottom of. <laughs> this is great. As long as they bring Thai food home, I'm good. Bring- no, so that's a good point, though, because this does go both ways. I love that you're evaluating yourself in this tea because I think that's the whole point. Oh, I've, yeah. I've, I was told as part of this whole, um, let's call it reflection period. Ooh, yeah. That, yeah. That, that I, I time. Just project myself as as not, as nothing. But I feel like I've also made it perfectly clear when I do have these interactions with people that, no, I'm not just a fuck boy. Like, you're getting the part. I'm peacocking for you. Yeah, sure. you're getting that. But if you can't go beyond that, I feel like the other side's shallow. Yeah. Or can be just as shallow, but then won't admit it. You know what I'm saying? The accountability part of it. Women, there's women that can just use sex just as i don't know how to say it uh yeah, we carelessly you just just we'll have sex one night stands whatever that's fine yeah but aren't as upfront about it we'll say oh no sex is special to me. that's blah, what i'm blah, saying blah. and then when we you, weaponize it, that 
I had a woman. No, and I and, and I had that. This is this is a true story. I had a woman went out on a date, went back to her place. You know, and wasn't supposed to go back to her place. You know, we're not we're not having sex on the first date. Yada yada. And like she doesn't <laughs> sleep with guys. She doesn't. I've heard that a hundred times. Oh, and so I've <laughs> since then learned that that's like that. It's like opposite day when they're saying that. Yeah. But yeah, she has me at her place in in her bed, and like. I don't do anything because I'm trying to respect what she's saying and then never hear from her again. Right. After that. Right. Until we were neighbors and Frank actually got oh, out. For, Frank actually got out for the first time and just running down the street. I had to run like four blocks, finally caught him and he's hopping up on this woman and her kids and it's her. Doesn't surprise so me. So I'm not special then he hops <laughs> up on everyone like oh, that? Oh yeah, he hops okay. up on everybody like that. Okay. But yes. So the point being though is 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 – yeah, you can't fucking do that. Like, if a dude said that, like, oh, I, like I don't want to do this, or I and, and I very rarely, if ever, had a woman continue to push it on me That's after that. You know, if right. I say I'm not in the mood or I don't want to do this, women are not usually pushing it. But apparently, when a woman does this, she's saying she wants it. Not all the time. And let me be clear: not all the time. Yeah, this no, is absolutely. a total like. This is why it's fuckery and it's confusing. Yes, it is complete fuckery. And that's why I say because women aren't accountable, that's not a strong independent woman. That is not a strong independent woman because a strong independent woman is first and foremost secure in herself. And that is not a woman who is secure in herself. And that's where my job is, is to teach women how to actually be secure in their own person be accountable and you're going to be willing to be accountable you're actually going to thrive and enjoy being accountable when you actually have confidence in yourself and every one of those fucking women walking down the street who thinks they're too fucking good or you know shouldn't be looked at or that's the way I stay safe from men because I am strong and independent I can live on my own and live my own life and you know handle my business and I don't need a man you're right you don't need a man right but be accountable to that be accountable to that it's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to be insecure, but you have to own all of it. And women are not. They're using it and they're weaponizing that shit when they are with men. Whether with all- it's in friendships, whether it's in intimate relationships, whether it's with family. And like that is what we have been taught as women. Yeah. And then we are super vocal when it comes to something like fucking abortion. Their superpower is their 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 way that they can harness their emotions against us and our emotions against us and they use it through sex because they know that we're so basic and but and also but that men are supposed to just be you know driven by this base instinct to reproduce and this that and the other so women it drives me well yeah yeah. no it does it drives all of us though let's be really clear about that it drives all of us driving frank he's probably trying to plow sake dogs out there (laughs) exactly but think about it so this is where i come back to because this is not to victim shame blame whatever anybody but when we started talking about whether it was me too whether it was about abortion and you said t everything comes back to it being about sex reproduction female objectification and all all of this that that's what we've been taught as as women and so then how did we respond to that we created all of these complexes right so this concept of a strong independent woman i'm not trying to shit on my fellow woman some of them don't even know any better hence the reason i'm here with you guys because we have been taught what a strong independent woman looks like and it ain't ladies it ain't you've got to be accountable you've got to be accountable for your own actions right go have a fucking conversation with a man 
right? And don't hold yourself back from having that conversation because you have a lot to fucking teach him. Don't right? just walk out of the Thai restaurant. Because you can, <laughs> right? Because you can. Because you Yeah, can, because you're because a big, you strong, play. independent woman yeah, and you can just you can go sudden, strut the fuck yes, out wherever you, you want. Because you can suddenly play that card when that same bitch probably went and played a very different card with another dude all of a sudden mm-hmm. and was like, oh my God, you know, like I need my tire changed, like we said, right? Or I ran out of gas or, you know, my ceiling fan isn't working. Cool. Bugs. Like, spiders. fucking Google it, bitch. How to kill a spider. So even those women still deserve the right to terminate a pregnancy if they wish. Yeah. Regardless, if they're regardless of accountability. I still think so that I know I know where this conversation and I, I appreciate it. Yeah, we it, can but- bring it back to abortion. <laughs> I just needed to get that beef off my chest that abortion shouldn't be the place that we express our need and desire to have choice as females because I see a lot of bitches not choosing anywhere else. The, so come on, ladies, choose across the board, the bitches. The term or phrase that I learned that I liked the most was that you can be pro-life in a pro-choice world, but you can't be pro-choice in a pro-life world. You get it? So if you want to go ahead and not terminate your pregnancies, well, guess what? In a world where people can choose, you, you have can that go ahead and choose that. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. You and all your friends that you want to fucking attack and just unfriend. Push, yeah. Or <laughs> unfriend or just co- constantly. Um, or vote away their interests. Yeah. <laughs> But your friends that you want to constantly harp on and sit there and preach to about what is right and what is wrong, you can go ahead and try and convince them all day long all you want. And you can still do what you want to do and they can do what they want to do. That's the whole point is that that, that in a That's pro-choice freedom. world. Yeah, that is freedom. That's freedom. That's freedom. And you can, if you want to get knocked up and not terminate it, great. If somebody else does, that's their fucking prerogative. And it's none of your fucking business. Freedom. It's none of your fucking business. I mean, it's not like because seriously, fetuses ain't shit. Rip that sucker out the mom, throw it on the ground and tell him to go fucking shopping and friend for himself. Oh, oh, it can't. Oh, okay. Then it's just as fucking living as a virus or anything else that is feasting off of a host. And we, we, that's a, just a religious perspective at that point. If something inside of you is a Idea, living, ideological, this is ideological completely. And to, 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 to none of it is judicial. I think, to be creating yeah. laws based on that is complete and fucking insanity. Yeah. And I, we're sitting here complaining about, oh God, oh my God, we can't have them bringing over Sharia law and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It's like, bitch, you're practicing like the same thing over here. Like so. you, yeah, you, I think there's an inconsistency when we decide to utilize the concept of an appreciation for life, right? When we show across the board so many ways that we don't have an appreciation for life. And this is the only place mm-hmm. where we see unrelenting just, you know, the amount of pressure on this concept of we must protect life. And we are not protecting life in any other form or fashion in this That's country. That's what I'm saying. What about not the life that is poverty. already living? Yes. Not when it comes to poverty. Not when it comes immigrants. to immigrants. Not when it comes to the death penalty. Not when it comes to literally anything Health care. We don't want to provide any health care. No. Yeah, exactly. There's 300 and some million of yeah. us right now. It's that a privilege, we- not a right. 
It's a privilege, not a right. Well, in other countries, it's crazy because it's I a know. fucking right. We're not other countries. We're the well, goddamn know, US of A, T. But we're the goddamn <laughs> and, best. And, the and, US of A. And there's a lot of things about us. We are the best. We mm. really are. And that is- We've got but, the biggest guys. And, that's where and I we've get, got the best that's God. That's I get frustrated. The biggest ideas, too. But then, like, as a country, is like, this is the macro for the micro. We're that stupid fucking woman walking down the street thinking we're the shit, right? When, like, really, <laughs> we, we go home. <laughs> no, and, and we are because she looks good, right? But then we go home. And we're kind of just sitting in this like, oh, we kind of need help though. <laughs> yeah, we kind of need someone to teach us how to fix our ceiling fan or, you know, fucking put some gas in my car because we are not doing this I right. I live in Oregon and I don't pump my own gas. Because I don't know how to pump my own gas. That's New Jersey. They don't right? pump And as a country, we don't know how to Google universal fucking health care. Jesus. I just, my friend George, George Powers. Rest in peace. He said, and this is the first time, because I didn't know anything about the abortion debate, but it was, they care more about that baby inside the womb. But as soon as that baby is born, they don't want to provide it anything. No education, not a proper education, not a well-funded education, healthcare, we've just talked about that. But, and that always struck me, is that, that it seemed that the knuckle children or the fetus, that seemed to matter more than anything else. And I never quite understood that, but I've never taken on a... A religious, a fervent this is, yeah, religious. This is why I think it's a conspiracy, though. I kind of feel that way about religion, too. But, like, <sighs> because because it's, it's it's a tool, right? It's mm-hmm. a tool. We, and we all agree. I think even people who believe and, and, and are devout in any religion also recognize that it is a mechanism, right? And I believe in that mechanism. It helps people through all kinds of things as an external force, right? But I think that's why I think this is a conspiracy about abortion, that it doesn't make any logical sense. It is not bred in logic, right? It's why we get so obsessed about it. I think there's one, there's one logical component that does make sense. What? You're trying to drive up the population. If you want if you want to grow but the population. You, but if you really were, you would do things about how to maintain and manage the health of something of of that child to survive into You're giving the people in charge way too much credit for how much smart they should be. No, our life expectancy is starting to decrease, it but is. we could give ourselves tools to increase life. So there was always And 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 abortion, restricting abortion, isn't isn't going to do it. We've already determined that. So when we think about the reality of people trying to get abortions and a lot of that happening when it comes to socioeconomic class, and then we look at socioeconomic class and we start to think about the lack of support in that community. We start to think about crime rates. We start to think about, you know, prison rates. We start to think about lack of education. So this entire cycle that takes place, but those people had to have those children because they didn't have access to leave the state of Texas. Because they couldn't get out, and now they can't have an abortion there because they don't have the money to leave the state. Well, even now if you they have went, your children. You don't have the money. That don't go to Mississippi. Right? Those babies get born. Those babies are the ones who are higher likely to get involved in crime, higher likely to end up in prison, higher likely to be at the hands of killing somebody else, right? So when we start talking about murder rates going up in places where there's low socioeconomic, like you're, from a you're, demographic. You're citing the correlation from 1973. Yes. 20 years after crime rates in the United States drastically were reduced. Yes. Everybody said it was smart policing. This was yeah. under Bill Clinton. And crime has significantly decreased since. And so the argument was is that access to abortion is the reason why crime 
has been reduced because they're the unwanted children are no longer committing crimes. He keeps trying to play footsie with that's, my that's the research. Five fingers. <laughs> he is just like he wants some of that. It, it, it's not yeah. so much that. It's just yeah, I'm just stretching my legs out. But I he can't. maybe wants to touch those shoes you were commenting mm-hmm. on earlier. Mm-hmm. He's got the You're foot okay. shoes, everybody. I see the These toes. Things are life saving. Ah, <laughs> they are. <laughs> They're saving so many things. <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave it at that. Thank you, Vibram Small Business of the Week. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, avoid Mississippi. So what I've noticed is that access to healthcare will come down to poor people. And yes. Poor people, because rich people can always just fly. Mexico now has has decriminalized abortion. So rich people have, have a doctor along with a chef that's going to take care of this. They can, they can right? escape. And but no they also have know. options in case that that, that that doctor doesn't accept their insurance that week. They can just go to Europe like Peyton Manning and yes. get a new neck. A lot of the abortion debate really comes back to just, it's, it's a targeting of poor people and cutting their access off. And so if you look historically, any services, medical services specifically, are are being taken away by poor people predominantly. So they're now being saddled. And, and poverty, people who are in poverty, one of the most difficult things is having children. Being Having children increases your will. will children will make you poor. Let's just say that. They're expensive. <laughs> no Cadillac babies. They're not worth Hence that much. That's why none of us here have actual <laughs> children and just dogs. Exactly. Speaking Which are dogs, also expensive. We let them back Jesus. in. So I want to <laughs> I want to touch on something where you're going with this because I know you weren't. I was just using that as a segue. Sorry. <laughs> pulling my woman card. So about what you just said, um, it's not at all. Um, no, 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 no. I agree on the on the healthcare and the poor people side. I just want to keep bringing it back to. So you guys know, obviously. Um, gosh, I should know the episode number at this point because I have a a new fan that's been listening to all the episodes. Um, shout out to Trevor. I uh, <laughs> he and he listened to the endometriosis episode recently, which was number you know it twenty twenty. 20. Oof. Um, oof, yeah. It's it's our most underrated episode. Yeah. Everybody who's ever listened to it, no. I learned we there was there's two no takes. People don't know. It. No. Two takes. My microphone was off. That's right. Thank God my microphone was off. Right. Because the second go around was, was better, for yeah. sure. Second but go around's always better. Isn't it always? <laughs> so one of the things we talked about in there though was part of my journey to even be able to get health care and be treated for what I thought was a problem with my reproductive system when yes. I didn't want to have children. Right. I had made Birth it control. very clear that I no, 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 no. Like it was No, that's the that but that's just it, right? Birth control fixes everything yes. according don't to the doctor. Don't get me started on birth control. He's, he's been dying but to talk about birth control. I <laughs> Do we, we need to do an entire episode on birth control. Okay, That'll right. be a whole other episode. What are you doing I'm, right? happy, <laughs> I'm happy to do another episode right after this on birth control. You all know how I feel about it. Doesn't it cause cancer? But <laughs> doesn't it? We've already talked about how it does and it doesn't. So confusing. Do we really it? care about life? Yeah, right? That's interesting. It also makes you want to fuck your brother. Remember, yes. that was why we named the episode that. So, no, no, but think about this. I but, was, but not fuck people that aren't. <laughs> yeah. If you're compatible, she doesn't want you when she's on birth control. She's not supposed to. Um, we'll That's get into that in the other episode. So we'll get into it again. We'll get into it. <laughs> but no, when it comes to this concept of abortion, for instance, and this ability to not be able to go get an abortion because, again, my rights don't belong to me, that happens well before a woman's pregnant. And I don't know if anybody or a lot of people realize this journey. When you are a woman who has made the choice that you are not going to procreate, and you go into this Western healthcare system knowing that there is a problem with your reproductive system because you can fucking feel it, 
and you need to get treated because you can't do that surgery on your own. I tried, right? Um, and just wasn't successful. And I could not find a doctor without sitting on a wait list after going to multiple doctors. I had to sit on a wait list for six months after more than 10 years of this journey of every doctor not willing to treat me unless it was because I was trying to get pregnant. They were willing to help me with my problem if I was trying to get pregnant. If I was not trying to conceive, I was not going to be seen by a doctor. Think about that as a woman. A, Think about theocracy. that. Theocracy. Right? And now, mind you, I'm still, a, I'm still a female that has all of that primitive reality going through me that tells me I'm supposed to have children. There's an emotional, mental, physical fucking reality to waking up every fucking day being told you're supposed to have children. And I'm trying to tell a doctor to help me because I don't want children. And they're asking me, but are you sure? Don't ask me that, bitch. No. Logically, I do not want to have children. Look at this fucking world. Why would I do that? But everything in my body is telling me yes. But I won't be treated by a doctor unless I want to have children. And I'm trying to have children. It took me over 10 years. And the amount of paperwork I had to sign to be able to get reproductive organs removed from my body. That's a really fucking hard choice to get to exercise, right? I've been telling you. Yeah. It was easier to get a fucking abortion, guys. Yeah. It was easier in the state of Arizona that was to easy. get an abortion than it was to get sterilized and make an ind independent, smart, logical decision for my health was harder than getting an abortion. I don't think people are capable of putting the shoe on the other foot. And, and I'm glad you, you shared that again so passionately because people need to know. And the world isn't the way you think the world works. And it's important to... Women are more familiar with this, this issue. I mean, this isn't the first time that I've heard that particular narrative shared as, as they go in for anything related to their I their have taken more pregnancy tests than an infertile woman trying to have a fucking child. Who's going through fucking fertility treatments? Because every five seconds, it was your body's not responding. Every time I would go to the doctor for anything, it was like, you must be pregnant. Let's give you a pregnancy test. And I had had it happen after. I couldn't any longer. Your problem must be because you're pregnant. I can't even be pregnant. You mean your boyfriend didn't get a vasectomy? My, uh... <laughs> That's a birth control. Your boyfriend wasn't willing to get a vasectomy for so you? So here's what I'll say to this. I have had boyfriends willing to get vasectomies, but I will but here's the point in that was I didn't get sterilized to not have a child though, right? I made that decision when I was recognizing that I had a reproductive issue in my body and it was far more full-blown than that being endometriosis that was spreading throughout my body. And being sterilized gave me a better chance of succeeding from a health perspective at that time than not. And I made that choice. I also knew I didn't want to have children. So knowing that I couldn't be on and didn't want to be on birth control, even though it's a treatment for endometriosis, knowing that I didn't need to keep those organs in my body at that point in time, right? And I had to struggle to be able to make that decision. I had to write an affidavit and sign it so that I couldn't sue my doctor later. That's bullshit. And there's plenty of kids out there that have been tossed to the side because they were the result of forced births or the so mother neat. wasn't allowed to have the abortion or whatever mm -hmm. that would love to have a mother. So if for whatever reason... Dick decides to change her mind. At that point, 
That's an option. And I that can go should, pick one up right now. And that's a fucking option. <laughs> but doctors never seem At to the like. 99 cent store. Oh, Jesus. But they don't seem to. <laughs> <laughs> they outside do make, but they every do make tuesday it, they, they, they get new product <laughs> but they do make it very expensive though yeah. don't they that's the other thing is yeah. they they always say oh you can adopt it's fucking expensive to adopt they make it like they deter you from adopting and i it's, get that that's so maybe that you know not all these poor people are going out and just trying to get kids and collect all these tax benefits and this, this that and the other but true but at the same time it's pretty fucking expensive. It's also more expensive for me to get sterilized than for you to get sterilized. But here's what I'll also say to that question about my boyfriend getting a vasectomy is here's the deal. I was going to – I know there's some people in this room who are huge proponents of medical procedures and really love them and are constantly getting them um, to solve their problems. <laughs> um, but I, for one, am not one of those people that likes anyone being exposed to especially their body being opened up in any form of surgery or otherwise. And considering I already had the surgery, why not do a two? for and have it done and I'd really like to spare you know my partner in life the need to also go under the knife if I was already under it right because I did pick up a super bug after that by the way that you only pick up in hospitals and then they tried to put me on antibiotics and yeah. I didn't and they told me that I could die and I was like I'll take my chances still here bitches still avoid here avoid getting sick avoid hospitals <laughs> Freakonomics. it's true Freakonomics. so why would I also suggest to him see that's that some bullshit strong independent woman shit where she's like, you know what? He better go get the vasectomy. I'm like, why would I subject my loved I, one partner to that if I'm already under the knife? I will say that it, maybe it's the... In your case, that makes sense. But it also sucks for him. <laughs> because here's the deal. I was reflecting on this the other day. I am the only one in this room who that door is not going to have, like, get knocked on. And a child's going to show up and be like, I'm your son. You're at that, that age right now. No, no, no. <laughs> but you're at that age right now that that could happen from when you were in your 20s. You're about to get there. And so, like, you yeah, guys just don't even possible. know. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. Think about that shit. I would love think about to know that, that I have a child out there. No, so, if, hey, listeners, if I've had a child with you, that. let me know. I n- yeah, I never CTS safe. <laughs> find us on Instagram and like, <laughs> yeah, interact with us. Don't come to my house. If, if I am your father. <laughs> no, but seriously, think I went into a really in depth from the desk of Dick Francisco write up mm-hmm. about how I never have to worry about a child showing up at my door and saying, "I think you're my mom." But you guys all have to worry about that. That's not something I worry about. But at you all. eventually have to. I'm telling you, you're not there yet. Does does marijuana ten year olds are marijuana, not <laughs> marijuana reduces your give it, sperm's impact? Am I <laughs> give it ten more years, T, and all of a sudden it's gonna be like fuck. Question. Years well, ago. no, they, that's the thing though. In ten more years, if I'm in the position I'm in, I'm gonna still be wondering why the fuck am I single? <laughs> no, 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 no. But it's gonna be that bitch you fucked ten years ago from now. And the kid's 20. Well, no, they're a birth. Bitch, you met a karaoke. That's what they say. <laughs> That's what they say. They all say they're on birth control. So there, are, there are listeners in our audience. I don't know if there's anyone in this room who's gotten pregnant on birth control before, but it happens. <laughs> no, I know. I understand. <laughs> in San oh, Antonio. Okay. <laughs> Morality question. Is abortion wrong? There are listeners out there who listen. They've already turned it off at this point. But for the listeners who are pro-life and have hung in there and think abortion is morally wrong, are they right? Does it matter? They can take that up with their God. You know what I'm saying? No, for sure. But even don't we do things that are morally wrong? Does it matter? 
oh, they're going to get into like, what is a mortal sin? What's not a mortal sin? Then you're going to get into that whole fucking conversation. So we might say it doesn't matter, but then they're going to say you used to be Catholic. T. Yeah. So they would consider murder a mortal sin, right? What were you? Nothing ever. Lutheran? Oh, but my favorite <laughs> toy at one point as a child was Noah's Ark, but I didn't know any better. It was just animals in a boat. Right? Yeah. Who fucking hates animals in a boat? Were Nobody. There, were there five? Until you started realizing there was only animals two in a boat? of each. <laughs> there was like two of each, and I was like, "This is confusing. Do they fuck in the end?" I'm confused. Five thousand. Hence animals. the reason I'm a hypersexual. <laughs> it's not because of the Oscar Mayer Wiener mm. piggy bank that I have. That is not what made me into dicks. It was clearly the Noah's Ark toy. Mm. We're like, what else do you do? They've got to fuck. The porn you were watching at eight years old. <laughs> 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 what episode was that? <laughs> five episodes ago. Yeah, I like to refer back to episodes to try to get new listeners. <sighs> yep. Shout so, out to Trevor. <laughs> It was episode 72, for the record. And what is this? This is episode 76. Woo! My math is close. You were close. 77 <laughs> birth control bitches. Yeah. yeah Maybe that, not, that, but just saying, <laughs> birth control's coming. I got a lot to say about that. Divorce rates, that's a sneak peek. In addition to other things that are coming. Always be coming. coming. Our shirts are coming. coming. We're more interested in the coming <laughs> than the going. <laughs> T and I have a business plan, by the way, about some guerrilla marketing and where y'all are going to wear those shirts. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. We're Hashtag showing up. Charlie's. As long as I can, yeah. Hashtag Charlie's. As long as I can dress up as the Phoenix Suns gorilla, I'm in. <laughs> and or again, big yard sale. I just, I want to sell VCRs and t-shirts. People are going to be knocking down your door for these. You're not going to need a garage sale. Trust me. Morality. Morality. Because this is where they this is where I've lost friends. That's the trick though. Morality is is a religious thing. Because abortion is wrong. That is it. It's a religious thing. You say theocracy. I will not vote a certain way. I will not think a different way on healthcare. I will not think a different way on the environment, climate change. I will not think a different way about the funding of education. I will continue to vote the way I vote, Republican, because they're against abortion. Morality is subjective. Plain and simple. It's yeah, subjective. Exactly. That's why that conversation's a trap. It's always a trap. That's why I'm not religious anymore. It's a trap. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No, but seriously, though, I think because you can <laughs> no different than there are things that are more acceptable in other cultures and societies that aren't here. Start talking about some of those really primitive, you know, cultures that don't, you know, have access to westernization in general and there's no any no um the hutus the hitus the the who's paul saladino been hanging out with i don't know they eat honey off a tree nonetheless paul saved my life so i have to give him a shout out um no, he's hanging out in costa rica he's living in costa rica right now I, i'm taking so you're talking about zaire no, I'm just talking no, no. about some of these tribes. Rwanda. You're talking about Rwanda. I'm talking about some of these <laughs> tribes that might engage or interact in things or do things that we might find morally wrong. Nigeria, people, they cut the clip. People think that eating horses is morally wrong, for instance. They do that in the stands. Kazakh, Kuzak, yeah, you guys Kuzak. get You guys get cut as babies. You have genital mutilation. The Chinese eat dogs. That's what I'm saying. So there's so many things. But yet you guys... Getting your foreskin cut off as babies is fine, right? I wish I wasn't circumcised. No, but, but it does look circum- phenomenal. But think about circumcision, right? No different than genital mutilation for me as a female, right? So you guys were genitally mutilated as babies without a choice, right? You really were. And so, but yet that still happens to this day in this country, and that is not morally wrong. Cutting a clit 
Wrong. Eating a dog? Wrong. Eating a horse? Wrong. Fun fact. Healthcare is now, that's an option and they won't cover it. And so as a result, more children are being born with foreskin as a result because now that it's a financial option, people are opting against it because it's a cost. That is what's happening right now in well, this country. Yeah, so it's, it's covered, fucking great. It's, a cost? it's fucking so great. So more gizzards are coming. So instead <laughs> of doing what makes most sense, whatever. We'll but just no, trap- I just think that proves that morality is so subjective. And morality has changed over the years, too. There were things that were morally right that are not any longer anymore. That as a society, we are just not okay with. I've been surprised at the embracing of gay marriage yeah. 20 years ago. Well, 15, shit. 15, 10 years ago? No, yeah. Barack only legalized this. Like, And Barack, even then, he, I felt like he was wishy-washy when he came out and said he supported it. And I think he was just doing that for donor funds. That's how marijuana got big in our <laughs> great state of Arizona. They started donating to campaigns. And suddenly we're in. No, it was 2015. That was only six years ago, man. So again, think about that. And that though. was a Supreme Court decision, which comes back to our conversation. And the Supreme Court, which has drastically changed, thanks to Mitch McConnell, who held firm when Scalia died randomly. Barack gave a very moderate choice in Merrick Garland. Mitch McConnell said, fuck you. We're going to let the election decide. And Donald Trump gave us Gorsuch, Kavanaugh, and Amy Comey Barrett, who was also shoved in after the sudden death of Ruth Bader Ginsburg, RBG. Rest in peace. Who they decided then again that the election should not determine. So when, when Trump versus Hillary, we should let the election determine. But Biden versus Trump, nope, we need to get the Supreme Court. So Mitch McConnell, kudos to you. You've done your side. You have six. He's such a turtle. He's got six. There are six justices that have written exclusively about Roe v. Wade being wrong and or Casey versus Planned Parenthood, which is another court case. So I have a prognostication question then. Yeah. Because... So Safe just brought up gay marriage, right? And remember when that was like, oh, my God, the sky is going to fucking fall if we let gays get married. And now, like, nobody gives a shit. And then, like, before <laughs> that, it was, like, interracial couples and marriage in general, like, way back. There was all kinds of things, right? Um, and so then here we are all of a sudden with, like, the biggest issue now facing us is, holy fuck, Roe v. Wade. Right. Do we think in 20 years from that subjectivity of how our morals just shift and all of a sudden we're like, I'm not saying, like, all of the religious people are cool with gay marriage, but they're just, like, not going to fight it with all they've got. Medical marijuana turning into recreational, that was something I saw happen here, like, at even a very local level. of It was like, God forbid our children are going to fucking die if weed is made legal. And then all of a sudden, politics prevail because campaigns are donated to. And all of a sudden, it's like, this is so good for veterans. Um, Like, we need to save the veterans. Can we get home delivery? Because we're missing out on sales tax dollars. And all of a sudden, that moral compass shifts completely because there isn't actually a moral compass. Spoiler alert. And so do we think in the next 10, 20 years, regardless of where we're at currently with the Supreme Court that isn't actually disappointing us as much as we thought it would, um, do we think all of a sudden abortion will be a non-issue? Or do we think this is the one that keeps its fucking claws in in perpetuity? It seems to be. I would agree that this one seems to be... It prevails beyond... Unwilling to die. So what they're doing is they're... They've, and this is what they've been doing since Roe v. Wade. They've just tried to weaken access. So they'll do things like, say, your clinic. They could argue that the clinic needs to be made out of gold. 
and in order to provide abortion. So they can, and that's what they've been doing. And so the latest challenges, so for our listeners who, is Casey versus Planned Parenthood. So the Supreme Court's already struck this down. So what Dobbs is the next court case, that's out of Mississippi. And that's at, that's challenging Casey. And they're asking for a change. So that's in Mississippi. That's a 15-week ban, right? And so, but Texas just went the opposite. And the Supreme Court did let that go into effect and they're waiting then for the challenges. So the big thing is that the legal costs to fight all this, that's where they also hit you. So now they, in order to do anything, <laughs> you have to financially defend and that's where things get more difficult for in order to defend. So you have to keep on funding these mm-hmm. court cases and it's not cheap to go to court. And this is all done intentionally and they've been at it for a while. My buddy Thomas Frank, what's the matter with Kansas? For the record, that's not me heavy breathing over what Dave has to say. <laughs> I just love it because definitely not Saki's, me into it that much. Saki's tail is just whipping Frank right in the face. So and you said wet. Thomas. She's being an independent, strong female. You said team. Thomas Frank. Thomas Frank, what's the matter with Kansas? And they've he just kind of highlights in the state of Kansas the politics. And they purposely and intentionally kind of they'll say, we're going to do abortion. But in reality, they just cut taxes for rich people. And so it's been a sham that they've used this as the as the issue to get people in and get people committed. When in reality, they've all they've done is just weakened working standards, weakened our individual freedom, weakened our, our rights against corporations and businesses. One of the and re- weaken our immune systems because they don't care about the environment. Right. I, I think one of the or reasons. the quality of agriculture or the quality of the food we eat. Right. They don't give a shit about that. They don't want to protect any of that. They don't even want to let you know what's in that food. But well, we care about life. And the reason that it's so easy for them to 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 do all that shit and make this such a sticking point goes back to the emotional component. I think that Dick was hitting on earlier is 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 this is the most emotional thing, right? If you if you're yes. talking about killing babies versus like putting a different ingredient in the corn that they're yes. growing, uh, everybody's gonna be like the babies, but the babies, you know, nobody gives a fuck about the corn, and that's, that's why they you, get to yes. fucking do whatever else they want. Frank that's and how foods. you distract. That's how you create chaos. Mm. That is what emotional appeal is, mm. and we use it. We absolutely use it. And so as soon as you heighten a conversation, that's why I'm saying I think it's a conspiracy that we get wrapped up in the conversation about abortion. Yeah, sure, I care. Mm -hmm. There's so many other things I care about far beyond abortion that if we were having it at a more logical, capable, less emotionally charged (laughs) level – we wouldn't we could then actually have the discussion but how do you when all of a sudden killing babies is on the table oh right exactly and so that's the conspiracy oh i know i love it that I is think the it's, conspiracy I think it's easy for us to have this conversation we don't have people here who bullshit <laughs> oh i know <laughs> we don't have people here to really contradict our or at least at least people to challenge and so i guess it's always easier to yes to challenge for us to challenge like hey you know so if you're a pro-life advocate and you want to come in here and have this conversation with us, it. please reach out to us. We're begging we, you. We really I am that. begging for some new some some yes! new interviews here. Come on this fucking show. We're in the valley now. You can come sit in the studio, look me in the eye while he had this conversation, and, and let's have it. I want to hear what you have to say. If you're sick of hearing what we have to say and what I have to fucking spout off about every week, then then come on and share yourself. You can find us on Instagram. Facebook, YouTube, wherever you listen to podcasts by searching for the Catch the Sky podcast or on Twitter at CTS Terry, at CTS Safe, or 
Dick Francisco's information is on Twitter. What? I'm, I'm Dick, Dick Francisco. Francisco. And then on Instagram, it's the, the Dick, Dick Francisco. Francisco. There we go. I also want some new eyes to come and sit in this room to objectify um, <laughs> because I'm tired of looking at you guys' eyes. So, Although I on. did get a fresh haircut. You did. It's so. actually working for me. So, so yeah. Safe, what are you doing over here? He did get a fresh <laughs> haircut. <but laughs> My barber... Robert. You got some lumbar um, injections or some shit. I can't tell. So I don't feel pain. And again, this is the hieroglyphic reader in me. And, and my people have been practicing medicine for thousands of years. And so naturally, I I subscribe to medical solutions. From nice Indian doctors. <laughs> in this case, it was Dr. Chung, who is married to a Korean. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> Wonderful. That's close enough, right? That's absolutely close yeah. enough. I think my pediatrician's name was that. Or I thought she looked like Connie Chung. Oh, yep, geez. that's what it was. Sorry. <laughs> I can't remember her name, but she looked like Connie Chung. So oh, boy. There was that. Inversions, right? Headstands. We're doing them. They're good for your health. So many noises. So before we wrap this episode up and get into birth control or whatever yeah. our next episode is going to be about... Is there anything else regarding abortion that we want to hit on? I mean, this this topic can go extensively. You can I don't, just go I don't, down. The, I will say this: the I have never personally like, the idea of having an abortion doesn't appeal to me. But these are choices that I had to make as a young man that were required because we were not ready to be a family. And so I'm glad I I had that option and that right. And I I think other people should be allowed to make their own decisions about healthcare, about their healthcare choices, and about whether or not they want to become a family. Okay, so this isn't to prolong this episode, but you <laughs> felt it was your choice and your right? It was... Because you was, just expressed it as your choice and your right. We, we sat down and we had this discussion. And we were, we were like, is So you this appreciated the right getting to be part of the process, but what if you hadn't been? What if any female that you were with didn't give you that option? Do you feel like it was your, you, it was your right to be part of that decision? I do, but they don't feel I am part of that decision. And, and so I've been eaten up in my college courses, but it wasn't, we weren't allowed to have a logical conversation because it does become so emotional. But I feel as a partner, I should have been included in the, in the decision-making process. I, so I think most mature women that have respect for their partner and find themselves in a situation where they're not comfortable with it would would make that choice but there's others that are in circumstances that they maybe they see it differently you know what i'm saying like maybe you thought you were more to this person than than you were maybe they just saw you as somebody that they were fucking you know that happens there's people that get let on all the time and so you think that you should have some input into this decision. And meanwhile, the woman doesn't really think that you're shit and you were just something to get her rocks off. And now it's an accident. So she didn't really give a fuck what you're. So I think we're about to go into the after hours of this pod. because You just said something really interesting that I have to comment on. You said that you think it is your right to be a part of that conversation if you, in fact, were the one that impregnated that female, which would then suggest that you have some right over whatever that life or otherwise is that you created inside her body 
and that you have some right to be part of the decision that happens to something that takes place inside of a woman's body when it's inside of her. And I think that's really interesting because we just had a whole conversation about a woman's right to choose about what happens to her body, but you feel like it is your right to be a part of that. And I'm not, I'm not arguing either way. I'm really not. I think it is the responsible thing that when two people did come together that created something, whether you want to call it life or otherwise, and that it was a decision and a choice of two people. But let's say she said absolutely 100% she does not want to keep that child. You wanted to be part of the decision. If you guys don't agree, how are you part of the decision? Or did you just want to know about it? Because if you're part of the decision, you now believe that you have some level of assertion of a right over something happening inside her body. How do you reason with that? I'm part of the... Pro- it's it's a difficult question to respond to, right? Because After that hour we just had, yeah, well, it is. Well, because, because you want to have a claim to what's happening in there because... Even though we aren't calling it life, or are we calling it life? Because this egg, zygote, whatever... Oh, that's a whole different conversation. <laughs> I'm talking about the chemical process of Sorry, sperm. To, yeah. Oh, I know you I want was to drive to get us very emotional. Here, the sperm and the egg interacting in there. You want to say, well, that was my sperm. And, you know, you want to get. And, and that's true. It's yours. And that is true. It is. Couldn't so happen that, without you. So that it is takes true. two to make a thing go right. Right. <laughs> I, and what I get. And so this is I've always been shouted down. And so this is, I guess, the first time that I've been allowed to yeah. at least share. But with with any instance where a partner and I have, have gotten pregnant, we've sat down and had a conversation and we both rationally and reasonably, reasonably discussed it. Um, I never suggested or, or said you have to do anything like this. I just said we sat down and said, is this the right decision for us? That's all we did. But if you've been in that decision, in that situation, as it sounds like you have, it sounds like you guys always agreed. And I guess I was suggesting, mm-hmm. what if you didn't? Yeah, that that is a, I, the first time this occurred, I was, I actually wanted to have the child. Interesting. So okay. she made the choice, right? But every partner How did you since, feel about that though then? Did you uh, feel like I, it was, the override was her right? Yes, I, I did whatever okay. she wanted to do. But you felt heard at least. At the very least, I, I got to have an opinion. Okay. Now. That's important. The best part of that is that there were abortion protesters outside the Planned Parenthood Clinic. And they came to me saying, is it too late? Is it too late? There, there's other options. There's adoption. And I said, I'm sorry. She's, you know, this has already happened. And I was very somber about it. I was very sad. And they were like, do you know, this was during 2004 at this point. And so they said, you know, President Bush, he, he doesn't support abortion. And I blankly, I didn't know anything about politics at this point. I blankly <laughs> stared. I said, yeah, but he doesn't mind killing Iraqi children. Uh-huh. And they, and, and that's where our conversation ended. Uh, yeah, because they probably were fucking blown away and weren't prepared for that. And nobody's prepared to have that conversation. And if you actually pushed it a little farther, that's where you're going to get to the tipping point of total fucking mental breakdown. And I <laughs> love it because I push those motherfuckers to the edge all the time to the point that they're screaming and they want to fucking talk about the fucking guns and oh, I got my license to carry. All of a sudden it gets real violent real quick. It went from fucking protecting babies to I'm going to fucking kill you. What? <laughs> what the fuck? And, and they will kill. They, they will try to kill. To doctors. save a life. Yeah. They have killed. They have killed. They still to kill. save a life. They still kill. 
But isn't that what we do? We kill to save lives. <laughs> it's it's the greater good, right? We're, we're we kill to save lives, sure. Yet, and yet, <laughs> and yet, it is. The I'm most, not even hating on that. I'm just saying. And yet, it is the most tribalism unreasonable thing in the world to just let nature do the killing because it doesn't pick and choose. It's just doing self-regulation. Yeah, but we've fucked up nature so much we're so far away from it. I mean, oh, there's I think, some, yeah, there's some yeah. people in Bolivia. This, this concept, there's some people that would just prefer that we don't kill each but, other but and then just let But there's a reality when it comes to natural selection that there are women who are born who are infertile and we have used science to make them capable of having children. Maybe you weren't supposed to, y'all, right? That's like, what again, I'm saying. My fucking uterus would cook a child, right? So again, I still have one. You're by my oven. Right. Yes. Still, still there. <laughs> That's the still other shirt that we need. That right. yes. I'm going to let you know there's no controls on how hot it gets in there, but <laughs> you're on my oven. So, just saying. This was super fun, guys. At the very least, this episode should most... spark the most backlash and <laughs> get us trolled. And they will come. They they do come. I hope and so. When they come, that's that was the whole point of my strong independent woman. Let me teach you strong independent women how to have conversations with people instead of walking around in the world not. Ugh, you know who you are, bitches. You know who you are. Walking around listening to this right now mm-hmm. while want, you're out there, and men logic. are looking at you, and you're going, ugh. I want logic to prevail. It's bullshit. Well, when you try to point out that they like protecting U.S. babies, but they. Want to kill the Iraqi babies? That's when all logic just goes out the window, Indeed apparently. It does. <laughs> what the fuck just happened? I don't know if that was really great timing. Logic has gone out the window, and I think there might be a broken window. Right. All at the same time. <laughs> Safe took it literally. He threw logic and, out the window and, and himself. broke it. Yeah. And himself. <laughs> So I think that's a good place. I think to it's end a good place to wrap yeah. this episode. So yeah, absolutely. Again, if you can't interact with us, our guest this week was Dick Francisco. You can get at her on Twitter. I'm Dick Francisco. We're gonna or go with on that. Instagram, the Dick Francisco, and you may find us on Twitter at CTS Terry or at CTS Safe, or on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, or wherever you listen to podcasts by searching for the Catch the Sky podcast. Frank, stay the fuck off my bed. <laughs> the Dick Francisco Studios, almost done, by the way, guys. Holla. And be sure to keep checking out our social media sites. We will be posting previews of our shirts and more pre-order information when that becomes available. And until next week, keep trying to catch the sky.